So I don't know about you, but I had a great week. I mean, we had spectacular weather, given that this is winter. Um, But it was also Catholic Schools Week. And so there was a lot of fun things going on at the school. Uh, We had cornhole, and we had dodgeball. And, um, you know, compared to third and fourth graders, I'm not too bad at cornhole. Uh, But don't worry, the sixth, seventh, and eighth graders kept me humble. Um, And dodgeball was fun, too. But what I enjoy even more than playing with the kids is being at the service of God and and sharing the grace of our Lord with all of you, Um, living out my vocation, my call to the priesthood and service to others, offering the grace, the mercy, the love of our Lord uh, in the confessional or in celebration of the Mass or in conversations, um, however it is that the Lord is calling me to serve, I love doing that. I love being at those moments where he's able to help heal people's hearts and minds and souls. It's beautiful and amazing. And doing that is what God had called me to do. Being at service for others. We see Jesus at service of other people in our gospel passage. Jesus, he's there and he heals Peter's mother-in-law. And then he heals a whole bunch of other people, and he casts out demons. And the people are are overjoyed with all of these great things that he's doing for them. But we also notice that Jesus went out and he prayed. Now, that might seem weird to us. Like, isn't Jesus God? Like, who's he talking to? Jesus is God the Son. And when he's praying, he's talking to God the Father in union with the Holy Spirit. And so while Jesus is praying, he is also having it more clearly revealed what it is that we are to do, that we are to do likewise, that we are to pray, to know the will of the Father, to do the will of the Father. When we see his disciples, they come and join him and say, everyone is looking for you. Well, why were they looking for him? Because he did all these great things for them. But the will of the Father was to go to other places too and to preach the good news and to heal the sick and to cast out demons in other places as well. And so Jesus always looked to do the will of the Father in sharing the love, the mercy, the grace that he was called to do as he was ministering to the people the three years before his passion, death, and resurrection. Doing the will of the Father. And so... We're all called to do the will of the Father. In our second reading, we hear from St. Paul, and he tells us that he has been given this responsibility, this duty to preach the good news, to continue where Jesus had left off, having been converted himself and called to be an apostle, to go throughout the world sharing the good news, and like Jesus performing miracles, St. Paul tells us that because God is calling him to this, He must do it. He's compelled out of love for the Lord to share the good news, to follow the will of the Father, to do these great acts of service for others. St. Paul recognized his call, his vocation, what it is that God wanted him to do with his life. And he tells us that by doing so, he too can have a share in the promises that Christ has given The greatest one, of course, is to be with him forever in heaven. 
For our Lord had won that for us on the cross by his perfect gift of love. And we are also called by God to live a particular way. We're all called to the vocation of holiness. We're all called to become saints. And within that universal call, there's another call to a particular state in life. For most people, it's marriage. For some, it's priesthood and religious life. And there are many other possibilities as well. But whatever God has in mind for us, whatever his plan is for us, that's what's going to make us happiest. And sometimes people know from a very early age what it is that God is calling them to do with, the whole, with their whole life, how in a particular way he's calling them to holiness. For others, it can take a while. Others can be a little bit more stubborn, like myself, and do something different first. But eventually, it's for our own benefit that we recognize what it is that God is calling us to do, how it is that he wants us to be holy, how he wants to make us into the saints that he has in mind. And that's where we find our greatest joy, in following the will of the Father, living out the call that he has for us. And so... It's important for us to help people, each other, our children, our grandchildren, to be open to the possibilities. Sadly, there are many parents and grandparents who have their own plans for their children and grandchildren and tell them, you have to do this. Well, maybe God's plan is different. And whatever God's plan is, it's going to be what's best for that person. And so it's important for us to have that openness and to help foster that openness to the possibilities for vocations, vocations to the priesthood, vocations to, the, to religious life, um, and vocations to the diaconate. We'll throw them in too, why not? <laughs> There's lots of ways that God can call us to be saints, and it's important for us to help foster that. And so I think it was helpful for the children to see me playing dodgeball, not that I'm great, but that I'm a priest and that I'm a person and that they see me having fun and enjoying myself can help the young boys recognize that maybe, maybe God would be calling them to priesthood. Maybe God would be calling them to that kind of vocation. We, in the Archdiocese of St. Louis, are blessed because we have opportunities for young boys and young girls to explore the possibilities while still having fun. Uh, there's a summer camp, maybe some of you have heard of it before, Kenrick Glennon Days, where middle school boys and high school boys can go to the seminary, they can meet seminarians, they can see what it is like at the seminary, but they also get to do lots of fun things. Um, there's a kind of Jeopardy, there's Water Olympics. Um, being a priest now, I don't get to participate in the Water Olympics the same way, but I do get to launch water balloons, so that's pretty cool. And, uh, and the boys get to try to catch them, which is very entertaining. Um, so there's lots of opportunities uh, to help them have an opening to what God may be calling them to. And even if they're not called to priesthood, which most of the boys who come to Kenner Glennon days, they're not called to it, they get a positive experience of the faith, a positive experience of priests and seminarians, and it helps them to be open in case God might be calling them. But for girls, there's also an opportunity called Carmelite Day. Um, and so they get to go to St. Agnes' home where there's the Carmelite sisters. And they have a day of fun 
as well. And so the girls get to see what it's like for those sisters and what it might be like if they might be called to that while still having all sorts of fun. Um, If you want to know more information, we have uh, information in the bulletin about Kenrick Lennon Days as well as Carmelite Day. So I encourage you to encourage your children and grandchildren um, who can participate to consider doing so. God wants us to have the joy of being with him forever in heaven. And he plans for us to get there in a particular way in our pursuit of holiness, a calling that he has for each and every one of us. For many of you, perhaps you already know your vocation, marriage, family life, things like that. But there's still the universal vocation, and we still have to choose to live out our vocations well. And so it's good for us to reflect How is it that I'm trying to grow in this vocation to holiness? In what ways is God calling me to become the saint that he wants me to be? To meditate upon that, to consider it. What steps are being taken? You're here for Sunday Mass. Great. How else is God calling you to grow in relationship with him? Let us consider these things as we prepare to meet our Lord Jesus Christ in the most Holy Eucharist.